0: Oh, there's so many good things about it. Just having your kitchen and your food with you all the time, wherever you go, having all your clothes with you, wherever you go is awesome. Like if you need to go to the gym and then go out for lunch, all your stuff is right there. You can just change being able to sit at the beach in bed and watch the sunset is like amazing. So those are some of the good things. Um, Bad things just space It it being small um it's me nate and our dog and he's a big dog so space is hard sometimes it's also hard after a long day of work when i just want to take a shower and i have to go walk over to the gym but all in all it's good all good things i'd say
1: Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Fichels. I like to think of and introduce myself as a multi-passionate, Gen Z entrepreneur in the making. My style of work is intricate yet simplistic, I suppose. At least that's how I label it. (laughs) So some of these episodes, as you guys know if you're an OG, are super deep, And then some are just for fun, like some little life lesson maybe weaved into the conversation, but otherwise it's just for shits and giggles, like that's just the balance that I find, you know? And I personally just think it's a good way of living for me, maybe you too, I don't know, just this sort of balance between both, even though balance in itself is just such a tricky construct to understand. Anyway, today we have one of those fun-loving episodes with some life knowledge weaved in there, of course. It's all about van life, aka two people, one dog living in a van with Courtney of the beloved Wellness with Courtney on Instagram. Now, I think what draws me personally into the concept of van life is the fact that I could never do it. (laughs) Well, and there's more. I mean, I guess I've always struggled with this mentality of wanting to travel and see the world and be out there, yet also being a major homebody. Like, I'll go out traveling and love it, just soaking in every moment of it, but then miss the comforts of my own space and feeling settled. But then when I'm home, you know, I love those moments of routine and being grounded and the personal comforts, but then I start to feel stagnant and trapped after a while. And so I'm constantly, like, going in between Let's travel, let's stay home, let's, yeah, it's just, what do you do? Well, if you have a van, it's like the best of both worlds, which is why I'm fascinated by it. Not that I could ever do it, though, because like I said, love the idea, but I would need a big-ass van because I need my space. My energy is just too big to be contained in a little van 24-7, and I'm not exactly a minimalist, so that would be an issue. But alas, uh, today's guest, Courtney, and her newly engaged fiance, Nate. This is so exciting. When we recorded, they were still just partners in love. Now they are engaged. I'm so happy I waited to share this episode so that I could say congratulations to Courtney and Nate. Anyway, these two have managed to just excel at van life. I mean, as they have a hyper puppy. But they've managed to get him, you know, just uh, situated with van life. As you'll hear us discuss in this episode, Courtney has definitely embraced the minimalism. And they just, it's like they were made for it, honestly. And if you know Courtney, then you probably adore her. She's just so sweet, yet badass. And I just think she has this amazing energy about her. So besides van life and travel and all that, Courtney and I also discuss this underlying topic of societal pressure and expectations. So this is a little bit of life knowledge weaved in there. And it happens so naturally, I didn't even think we would get on this topic. But as you'll hear in the episode, Courtney and I are both individuals who chose to not attend college and instead create something, a life of our own. And it was an intuitive choice that we each made. And it's just as valid as someone's choice to go to college or their choice to work corporate, or to not work, or to travel, or to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, all choices are valid, and we shouldn't discriminate just because of, like, just because it's not what we chose, right? And as you'll hear Courtney discuss, her entire adult life has just been going against these societal pressures. To go to college, then to get a quote-unquote real job, then to settle down, and... She hasn't done any of those and is perfectly well off and content. And I know I have felt these pressures and expectations when I left school, when I chose this path, and I'm sure many of you have felt similarly, whether you're in college or in a corporate job, or maybe it's just coming from a different place, like that pressure to get married or to have kids or... I don't even know what, to visit your grandparents more often. Like, there's just so many pressures and expectations. And sure, some of them may be warranted, but I don't know. I could just go on and on about that. So (laughs) I'm stepping off my soapbox now, but I just had to put that out there. And as I promised, though, this episode is fun and inspiring, too. Courtney shares her journey pre-van life uh, from living in California to meeting Nate and then yoga teacher training and what led her to start her Instagram, and then also just what it took to create this dream of living in a van and make it a reality. Uh, She also gives some behind the scenes into what it's like to live in a van, which I don't know about you guys, but I love a good behind the scenes inside scoop of practically anything, especially van life though. If you want to learn more, follow along, get even more behind the scenes scoop, see her adorable pup, any of the above, Find her on Instagram at Wellness with Courtney. And if this episode resonated with you, if you just enjoyed it, let us know. You can tag Courtney and you can tag me. I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels. or just come and say hello. My DMs are always open and I love to connect and chat with you guys. Makes my day. So without further ado, let's begin
0: yeah so i I grew up in California in Northern California actually um, where we are now at my at my dad's house and I lived up here until I was eighteen and then I moved to San Diego and I kind of bounced around and then I found myself in Huntington Beach in Orange county um, and that's where I've been for the past like ten or eleven years um, and as soon as I moved there, I knew that I loved it and it just really felt like home and I just have been there ever since. So that's definitely home. I love the ocean. The ocean is like everything to me. So um yeah, I love love living down there.
1: Is that where you met Nate then too? Is that like where yeah. everything else started picking up in your life?
0: Yeah, so um so I work in valet. So I've been doing that parking cars for like 10 years. Um I started doing it when I lived in LA and then I transferred orange county with the same company and i was working there for a while and then um we i transferred to another restaurant and that's where nate worked as well and we worked together for quite a while i'd say probably a year or so um and we're both kind of the same in that we're a little shy and soft-spoken at first so like we would work together and not really talk to each other at all is super funny um but I don't know, one thing led to the other and I always really admired him in a way and like had a, a little crush on him just because he's very hardworking and he just had like that drive and even doing ballet, like I just, um, I admired that about him. He's super just always on top of it and yeah, we just, we've been together for almost five years now, so
1: it is so sweet. Oh, I just love it. You guys are one of my favorite like Instagram couples. I just, uh, <laughs> you're hilarious together too. So that helps.
0: Thank you. <laughs> he's such a sport, like, cause he he's shy, but he's very goofy if you know him well. And he's so great with just letting me put him on blast, like all over my stories and stuff. It's, he's a good sport.
1: I love that. And so at what point, you know, were you teaching yoga at a point or was that you know, like, did you get certif- certified in that? W- what part of yeah you know, was that in your life? So
0: I always, I always knew I wanted to do something physical. I, I was a, a competitive cheerleader growing up and I just, I loved that so much. And I thought maybe I'd want to be a personal trainer or something like that. Um, but I don't know, I started doing yoga and I wanted to do the training, but I kept putting it off. I couldn't find the perfect place to take my training. Um, I really wanted to find a teacher that I connected with to do the training with. And I would almost sign up. And then I take the class of the teacher who was leading the training and it just wasn't a fit. And this went on for like a couple years. And then when I found myself at, at raw yoga, where I teach now and where I took my training, um, just some of the teachers there were just incredible. Some of the best teachers I've ever experienced. And I knew right away that I would take my training there. So that was maybe three years ago now. Um, And yeah, I went through that and that was definitely a pivotal like transitioning point in my life because I, I'm like super shy. You may not um, think that based off of what I share on Instagram, but in person I am, more, um, introverted and shy. So teaching yoga is way, way out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm more comfortable now, but when I started, I was just terrified, but it was definitely a a growing experience and a lot of things started to happen after I did that training. So it, it changed my life for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, we're just so, afraid or we don't want to challenge ourselves because you know it's hard or it's scary but at the end of the day like that's when we grow the most and like you said it almost opens the door for so much more to happen you know like once you face a challenge you overcome it then like little opportunities keep popping up for you to do even more with it too
0: oh yeah yeah that's exactly how it happened because after I as I was going through the training, that's when I started my Instagram. I, I started it because I saw other teachers posting like their schedules and, and when they were teaching and stuff, I was like, oh, I should have like, cause I had a personal page, but I thought I should probably have something separate where I could post my teaching schedule and that kind of stuff. So that's how I started wellness with Courtney. Cause I always had, um, a passion for, food and healthy eating like forever. So I thought I could sprinkle that in a little bit too, but it was mostly um, about yoga when I started it. So without my teacher training, I don't know if I would have ever started my Instagram, which is crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny. I love hearing how and why someone started their Instagram because usually it was just you know for a hobby or fun there's no like end goal and then you start it and you end up in this amazing end place which is beautiful
0: yeah I could have never imagined that that what came of it was going to be what happened it's crazy Okay. So you've, you're
1: doing valet, you've met Nate, you're doing yoga. At what point does the idea of, we want to live in a van and just travel, like pop into the equation, like, you know, what influenced that? And I'm, I'm just curious to hear, you know, how that came to be.
0: Yeah. So we, I'm, I'm very, I've, we lived in Orange County forever, but I have a hard time staying put for long periods of time. Like we, We would always take little trips here and there during the week. And luckily our schedule allowed us that because we usually work on the weekends and then have weekdays off. So we would take off on the the weekdays and go, you know, like on a couple day trip down to San Diego or somewhere just like within a three hour drive, I'd say. Um, So we were doing that all the time just, just to get away and, um, I don't know exactly when the idea of the van started, but it was a dream for I'd say a couple years before it was actually a reality. Like I'd always talk about it. And at first it was like, Oh yeah, that's crazy, but it would be cool. And then as time went on, it started to become like, maybe we could do that. Maybe we talk about it more and more. And then one, at one point we're just like, okay, let's start looking for one. And I'm the kind of person where once I get something in my head and it's, I feel like it's actually going to happen. I can't think about anything else. So once we decided we were going to start looking, it was probably a week until we found our van. Um, and then it was, it's been a long process from then to now, like building it out and everything. But yeah, it was a dream for a while and I think we just wanted more freedom to be able to get away Um, And not spend a bunch of money on hotels or Airbnbs and just have a little bit more freedom, not have to pay rent because we're, we're pretty low maintenance people in general. And I just, I had a feeling it was going to work out Um, and it has so far, but yeah, it's, it's been fun.
1: So when you got the van, was it just a regular old van? Someone would drive and then you
0: guys put in all these, you know, amazing modifications that you've done? Yeah. Yeah. It was a completely empty cargo van. There was nothing in it at all. It was just like an empty shell and neither of us have any experience building anything. I mean, I still don't. Nate built the whole thing himself. He built every, every piece of the van it was handmade by, by Nate pretty much. And he learned everything through YouTube and other resources online. He had no training. Like he built our cabinets and there are, they're really nice like if you've seen our van like it looks pretty professional and I I had this vision in my head for what it was gonna look like I just I was like I don't know if this is actually gonna become reality because we don't know how to build anything and like I have such high expectations but at the end of the day it looks exactly like I had envisioned it which is crazy
1: It's actually amazing. I mean, honestly, your van is
0: nicer than my
1: house. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, it's it's small, so it's easy to make it look that way. But yeah, I mean,
1: you know, besides the fact that you guys just have a very nice style and aesthetic, it's just so neat. You know, you guys have it's like everything has, it's almost, you know, like dual purpose. It's, you. I'm sure had to put like a lot of thought into how can we make this into more than just a seating area? Because you do have space.
0: Yeah. Well, what's crazy is this, we moved out of our apartment um, before we had really anything built in the van at all. So we, we lived in the van throughout the entire process of building it, which is crazy. And I don't know, I haven't really seen anyone else do that. Um, We did that because we wanted to save money and we, we didn't have a ton of money saved up to, to build in general. So as we were working, we were saving a ton of money on rent and all that money we would have been paying in rent. We used to build the van. So buying all the materials and whatnot. So while we were in the process of building, we were also living in there so we could kind of see like, oh, this would be cool if we had this. We got to really take our time and envision the space and what it would be like to live in there because we already were living in there. So, um, yeah, it all kind of came together just by imagining what we would need here and there. Did you guys have
1: any specific you know, goal or intention with finances? You know, for instance, you make X amount and you are saving a certain percent of it for savings or were you just kind of weighing it?
0: I mean, I wish I could say that we did have <laughs> some plan, but we're both, uh, we're not the best with our finances. We're very like, go with the flow, live in the moment, um, worry about what's next when it comes, you know? Uh, so we didn't have a ton of money saved up. We, we financed our van, so we took a loan out for the van itself, um, but. The, all the building, we we paid for it as we went, so it wasn't like a big chunk of money right away. We just paid each for each thing as time went on, and it was like a six month process to build it. So we we were saving all that money in rent and just putting that towards towards the build. But yeah, we're um I've always been that way too, where I'm just I'm not the best at saving. I like to enjoy life um in the moment instead of worrying about the future which is good and bad i think i think i'd like to get a little bit better at saving and planning um but then it always goes back to me just wanting to live in the moment i guess
1: i'm the same way and i'm trying yeah. to make the same <laughs> transition where <Yeah. laughs> and you know i'm always like i need to save more i need to be better and then i go on this trip and I'm yeah. there and I'm just living life and I'm just like, oh yeah, so worth it. And then I come home and I start to sort out my finances. I'm like, ah, oh, why did I do that? So I feel you. It's, I mean,
0: there is no right way to do things. So it's. Totally. Just- well, the thing is, is it's worked out for me for this long. I've never been in a, I'm lucky enough to have never been in a place to really struggle. And I think I just always had thought that, one day I'm going to be like, oh man, this is when I'm, I'm not in a good spot because I did all this, but so far that hasn't happened. And I feel like maybe, I feel like we're kind of made to think that at one point we need to have this big savings or else X, Y, and Z is going to happen, but that hasn't happened yet. So I'm just kind of playing it by ear, I guess. If that makes sense. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you do think about it, there's so many things that society has like conditioned onto us and totally. money, money fears is a huge one. I mean, that's basically what we're combating right now is this sometimes fear of, yeah, like what will happen if I don't have this huge chunk of savings or if I spend this money here and not there. And I mean, like at the end of the day, it just comes down to, I think like how resilient are you? Cause you really? know, I feel from talking with you, that we're kind of kindred spirits in the fact where if we did get in a position where finances weren't going too strong, we would be fine doing whatever it took to get back right. to that safe place. Like we're not afraid to do the work and admit, you know, that we made a little mess up, whatever it is, like we would have the resilience to get back there. So it's, totally. know. you know, it's like believing in yourself that if it, to like live life. And if you get to a place where things are a little screwy, you can always, yeah. Play.
0: Yeah, and it's also about adapting to whatever your circumstances are because I've been in a place in my life where I had a ton of money and money was flowing in and it was great. And then I've also been in the place like right now where it's not flowing in at all. And I adapt my lifestyle to that. And the thing is is I, I'm never more happy or less happy in either either one, I just adapt and I'm kind of, it's kind of all the same, but I think when you let expectations of what you think you need to have or be doing um, get in the way, that's when it starts to kind of mess with your mind a little bit. I think
1: hundred percent. I was interviewing someone else on finance a while ago and she was just saying a common problem she sees with her clients is where even in those times where the, where money is flowing in, you're just spending more. So you're still not happy with what you're having. And then money, you know, slows down and you're not spending as much, but like, you're still not as happy as you thought you'd be, whatever it is. Like, unless you are really mindful of, you know, like how, you know, not placing your worth in money, then it doesn't matter how much you're making or how little you're making. If you still tie your worth to money in a certain number, you're not going to be happy. So I definitely like what you were saying with that. Yeah. And do you think, you know, with this entire van life in that transition, has it taught you, you know, much about minimalism? Is that something you guys, you know, oh have had God. to really yes. embrace then?
0: Oh yeah. It's crazy because I've always been one to have a lot of things, have a lot of clothes, just have a hard time getting rid of things. Um, I was never a minimalist by any means before this. And uh, it was a long process working up to being in such a small space. Before we moved out of our apartment, I started downsizing a couple months before we we moved into the van, and I, I sold almost everything. I let go. I just had this idea that I was going to have a completely fresh start, and I was going to just let go of everything that I had before. and. I, yeah, I sold everything. I sold all my plants, all my precious ceramics. like I sold everything and I just started over because we we couldn't keep a bunch of stuff because we were living in the van and we didn't have a lot of space. We had all these building materials. So I really had to, I had like a bag with my clothes and like a small, another small bag with a little bit of kitchen stuff. And that was pretty much it. So I don't know I just kept thinking like I'm going to slowly build my things back up and I'm only going to bring in what I absolutely need and that's pretty much what we did over the course of that those 6 months we would buy one thing here or there that we absolutely needed and we really haven't purchased that many things at all since like we are the bare minimum and it's it's awesome like I don't need any other stuff it's crazy. So, do you
1: think from this point forward, you just you won't feel like that pull to really? Because I'm the same way, where I love like holding on to things. Everything yep. has a meaning to me, but I really, you know, I just I also don't like having so much stuff. So, do you think from you know moving onward, you you will kind of keep with this minimalism lifestyle?
0: 100% yeah because I'm not I'm not a very organized person either so my stuff would always be all over the place I had a really hard time like keeping things neat and tidy uh, but in the van it's so easy because I mean the space is small but we don't have that many things so it takes like five minutes to clean up and no I'll I just feel lighter and more fresh every day not having to worry about so many Things everywhere. I, I, I can't say for sure what I'll do when we have a house again. I don't know if I'll want to fill it up with things, but I don't think so at this point.
1: I, I love it. Uh, and going back before you mentioned expectations, and I just wanted to touch on that really quick. You know, in this journey you've been on of you know becoming a valet and doing the yoga teacher training and then you know beginning in van life, have you ever felt you know a pressure to do that? you know, standardized kind of societal path that we're all shown, you know, we're supposed to do. And some of us choose not to, some of us choose to, you know, kind of forge our own way. Have you ever felt that, you know, pressure to do things the quote unquote normal way?
0: Oh yeah, not anymore. Um, But that's definitely something that I struggled with quite a bit growing up. Um, I didn't go to college. I I mean, some might say, I don't have a real job. I don't have a career. Um, people have actually said that to me while I'm like, I've been told that to my face while I'm working, angry customers like say really nasty things. And it's, it is a society wants to place you in a box because you do X, Y, or Z. But I, after so long, just realized that I'm happy doing what I'm doing and like I have all that I need I actually feel extremely fortunate so for someone to say like you need to get a life you need to get a real job it's like it it makes no sense because I feel happy and I have more than I could ever need or want and I I don't know and I just always go back to if somebody wants to say that to me like that must be their own internal battle or like I I just always go back to the fact that I'm comfortable where I'm at and that's all that matters and I always knew that I didn't want to take the traditional path and Once I finally just accepted that Where I'm now where I am now is where I was meant to be like it's just like a weight lifted off, you know
1: I so know and the reason I asked is because I'm very similar to you where I didn't go to college And once I had some health issues and once I figured them out, I just realized like, you know, I waitress and then I work, you know, doing kind of product and sales for another small local business. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, same as you, I don't have a college degree. I don't have a career, but I have such a full life because like, I'm happy to just work in, you know, like waitressing right now and doing Saturday sales and I'm, I'm just content to do that work that then allows me to have the freedom to do a podcast and do my Instagram and travel whenever, you know, my heart wants to. And, um, you know, it's just like, it's a different life path. Some people are meant for college and a career. And I think some are just meant to kind of do what we're doing, which is totally just as full of a life. Like you can create just as much with it. So I really resonate with what, you know, what you were saying there.
0: Yeah. And not to take anything away from people who do, choose a traditional path like I think there just has to be like there's a path for everyone and there's no one right path and I feel there's a shift happening right now I've noticed it more and more that um kind of what we're doing is more accepted and it's becoming more prevalent to just do your own thing like it's shifting a lot I don't know if you feel that but
1: yes definitely so I live in a small town in Pennsylvania. And when I first made this whole decision, I didn't really feel supported in this area, but then I went on a trip to California and no joke, everyone that I met, you know, kind of said in some way or another, I wish I had done what you did, you know, like I wish yeah. I would taken time to figure out things. And so I really do agree that that shift is happening. Um, and I'm excited for that. You know, I think it gives people yeah. a lot more freedom to choose what really, you know, we have one life. You it's our choice what we do with it. So
0: I'm excited to see you know where that takes people to. Totally, there's so many opportunities now that there weren't before as well. So it's a little bit easier too.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, look at both of us. Um, very yeah. new age <laughs> things
0: we're doing. Yeah, totally.
1: Uh, so I was curious too. Um, as some of my final questions, being in the van and everything, like, could you just kind of walk us through? Now, we are, as we're recording right now, we're in the middle of the corona chaos, so things are different. But, you know, even before that, I don't know how much things have changed, but, like, what would be a day in the, day in the life in the van for you? You know, kind of like your morning routine, what yeah. it like, might consist of.
0: Yeah, so we do van life a little bit differently than I think um, a lot of people do, whereas we, we don't travel full-time we're mostly stationed in Huntington and we we work and we kind of do our normal thing like well we have our parking spots that we park at night and so we usually get there late because you're not really allowed to park on the street and sleep in your vehicle it's kind of like you have to stay low-key about it we've never had any issues um, and we've been doing this for over a year now but So we usually get to our parking spot late and then we'll wake up early in the morning and we'll leave. And we have like a state, state beach pass. So we'll just go to the state beach. And in Huntington, there's a bunch of RVs there. They, they do pretty much the same thing that we do. And they're, they're there every day. So we'll spend time there, work on stuff. If we need to make breakfast, hang out with the dog, do that kind of stuff. And then Um, we'll go, go to work later in the day. We usually work at night. Um, and then I teach yoga on the weekends normally when all this stuff isn't happening, but, uh, then we'll, we haven't gotten to travel as much as we'd like to because our van broke down. I don't know if you saw this, but a few, a couple months ago it broke down and it was really bad. And our engine, we had to get a new engine. It was this whole thing. So that kind of wiped out our, um, Savings that we had to go on winter trips, and then this whole thing happened. So, we haven't really been able to experience like traveling and seeing new things yet, um, which is something that I actually struggled with a lot before this whole coronavirus thing happened. I was a little bit, I had expectations about what this was going to be like. You know, it's that expectations really are the killer of joy sometimes. And I was having a hard time living in the moment, whereas now, I've been happier. it's weird, just because I know we're here. I'm just trying to make the best out of every day, and I know that there will be a time that will come we'll be able to travel and see things, but we just really haven't gotten to do that yet um, in the van, so we I don't know it'll it'll happen. I know it will, but once this is all over, we're, we're going to get out there. Yeah,
1: I think this entire experience has given us a lot, a lot of us a new perspective. Because similar to you guys, you know, I had, you know, a lot of like, I'm very happy I have a home to stay at. It's just Pennsylvania is not always my, you know, favorite place to be. And so before this all, I was just very same as you, like upset because I had these expectations of where I would be, what I would be doing. And then when this entire, you know, like shutdown isolation period started up, I've just been, I mean, I've had bad days obviously, but I've been, uh, there's been a lot of happy good times too and I think it's because it's made me realize how grateful I am for this and like you said it kind of makes you realize like there are better days ahead and this will you know it's only a temporary thing so I think this has been like a good perspective shift for a lot of people too yeah
0: yeah it's not there's a lot of bad but there there can be good too which I've, I've experienced the good um I think I'm in a pretty nice situation But I've also, I mean, Nate and I both are employed. We obviously can't work, but um, we're just trying to make the best of it and do what we can. I've been loving teaching yoga, you know, online and whatnot. So it's definitely opened other doors, I guess, in a way that wouldn't have been otherwise.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, So, you know, all that being said, what would you say is your favorite and your least favorite part of van life
0: then when things Uh, are normal (laughs) gosh people ask this all the time and i still don't have a solid answer i would say best part oh there's so many good things about it just having your kitchen and your food with you all the time wherever you go having all your clothes with you wherever you go is awesome like if you need to go to the gym and then go out for lunch all your stuff is right there you can just change being able to sit at the beach in bed and watch the sunset is like amazing. So those are some of the good things. Um, Bad things, just space. If it being small, um, it's me, Nate and our dog and he's a big dog. So space is hard. Sometimes it's also hard after a long day at work when I just want to take a shower and I have to go walk over to the gym, but all in all it's, good all good things i'd say
1: i love that yeah good and the bad as as with yeah. everything i suppose totally well, uh you know when this is all said and done where are some you know of the places on your
0: travel to go pla- tra- travel to go list i suppose yeah so i really want to go to sedona um i want to see the grand canyon i've never seen the grand canyon um where else I want to go to just all the national parks. Like I want to go to Zion and go into Utah and just see all that kind of stuff. And then we really want to go up to Canada and, and do all those, those places as well. So just all over, all over the United States, maybe one day make it over to the East coast. Cause I've never really been to like New York or anything and just go everywhere. But yeah, then um, Sedona is one of like, the first places I want to go for sure. Oh, I love it. Yeah.
1: Oh, the oh, so much freedom with it too. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, well, where can people find you and follow along van life, especially when, you know, hopefully this is all over by the time the episode comes out. Uh, but I truly love following
0: you. You guys are always up to something. I love it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm wellness with Courtney and Courtney was with an IE at the end. So C O U R T N I E. And then, um, uh, we have a website, um, court and And that has a bunch of information on our van build and how we did everything and what, if anyone's interested in doing their own van build or just want to check it out, that has a lot of good info on there. And then, um, I also have my blog, wellnesswithcourtney.com, that has recipes and stuff like that. Perfect.
1: See, I promised you guys that was a fun episode with some little tidbits of life knowledge, advice, good stuff sprinkled throughout. If you like this type of episode, let me know. I know it was like a little bit different style, format, timing than usual, but that's okay. You don't want to get stagnant with anything in life, so that's my excuse. Uh, And if you guys liked it, like I said, let me know. I'll do more. I'll frame it differently. Whatever. You can find Courtney, connect, learn, see more about her life on Instagram at wellnesswithcourtney. And I'm on there at Emily Feichels and at Let's Thrive Podcast. I'd love to connect. I'd love to see what resonated with you from this episode. Let's just communicate, folks. This is a community after all. So with that said, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.